Hey everyone, thanks for tuning in to another episode of Sipping Tea with B. I'm so excited because I have my good friend Cassie here, the owner of the Glow Up Beauty Bar in Salt Lake City, Utah. Hey Cassie. Hey. How are you? Good, how are you? Good. It's been so long. Forever. So for anyone that doesn't know us, <laughs> Cassie and I actually went to high school together. 11 years ago because you graduated before me. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that makes me feel old. <laughs> <laughs> so what have you been up to since graduation? For the last like five or six years, mostly momming. I have had two kids. I had two babies in two years and I was a stay-at-home mom for four years, almost five. And then I started my business in February of 2020. Gosh, congratulations. Thank you. How old are your kids? So I have a five-year-old and a four-year-old. Oh my gosh, they must keep you busy. Oh Yeah. <laughs> Especially right now, they're, we're doing homeschooling too. So, it's a lot. <laughs> I bet. So, you're in Utah. Mm-hmm. How the heck did you go from a small town in Maine to Utah? <laughs> it was actually kind of a crazy story. I just, I literally just kind of packed up and came here. I, somebody, um, was in Maine and they were coming here and they were like, you know what, if you want to come with me, you can come with me. And the next day we went to Salt Lake. That's amazing. So yeah. you guys just drew, drove across the country? Yep. My first time ever doing that. That's amazing. <laughs> yeah. And I, off and on, I've gone back home a couple of times, but mostly I have just been here ever since. That's awesome. <laughs> How are you liking it out there? I love it. I I miss Maine. I miss the small cities and everything, but the mountains and everything is so pretty here. And it's warm most of the year. Not I don't miss the snow. <laughs> I don't blame you. <laughs> so what what made you decide to start your own business? What what inspired you? So it's just I think all of us moms go through it just like feeling like there's nothing else for you. You're just a mom. And I was just kind of, that was getting to me. I tried working at Walmart once overnight and I was literally working overnight and my husband would leave when I got home and he'd go to work and I'd stay up with the kids and I'd sleep for four hours before work and do it again. That It was just too much. So with this, I can make my own hours, my own schedule. So much easier. Yeah, definitely. Yeah. <laughs> what got you into spray tanning? there's just nobody around here that does what I do. I was going to the booths and I was turning orange and feeling embarrassed every time I left the house. And then I was driving like 45 minutes to a lady that does the airbrush tans like I do. And this is just crazy. There's got to be other people that want this service like I do. So I'll just offer it myself. What other services do you provide? So I do um, teeth whitening and tooth gems too. I'm terrible at marketing them but I do yeah I do laser teeth whitening here pause what the hell are tooth gems (laughs) it's literally like a little gem crystal on your tooth shut the front door yeah I glue it on with um like the denture the brackets that they put braces on the same type of glue and cement it on there so do they just stay on there yeah, so they, like gum and stuff can take them off, but basically you just have to use like uh, 
floss and go behind it and pluck it off when you're done. Yeah. You can just change them out whenever yeah. you want to. Yeah. That's so cool. They are. They're like, they're becoming more popular here. I'm just getting ahead of the curve on that one. <laughs> Never would have thought. <laughs> Everybody that. makes fun of it. Like it's like the Nelly grills. <laughs> right. <laughs> But to the young young people, it's cool to them. Right, right. <laughs> Beyond me, but yeah. props to them. Props yeah. to those kids. With their middle part. Yeah, that, that's right. Yeah. <laughs> their flared pants. Gosh, no, can't do that. I will never go back to that. No, that's... There's a reason we got away from it. Exactly. Yeah. They'll learn. Yep. <laughs> Also do tanning water, which yes. I just got and I am obsessed with. Isn't it great? It's so great. I think everyone should buy a bottle of it. <laughs> and it lasts forever. It goes on so thin. It lasts forever. I wish I had it in January when I was at my palace. Because <laughs> I always, like, my tan starts to fade and I start to see my skin underneath. It's like, was I really that pale before? Yeah. I, I say that I go tan blind. I forget how white I am under there. Right. <laughs> so when you first started, have did you ever like make anybody look like a Dorito or? <laughs> oh my gosh. Yes. My first tan ever. I didn't tell her she was my first solo tan. We just went for it. And I put like five coats of solution on her and it was not a great situation she never came back <laughs> well she's gonna wish that she's coming back because you're crushing it thank you <laughs> definitely a learning curve as soon as I realized that I was like it wasn't even like technique it was just me being nervous so I I got like five to ten models in and was just back-to-back tans until I until I figured it out I'm sure. Did you have to get certified to do it or how does that work? So you don't have to be certified to do spray tanning. Since we don't actually touch the clients, it's not regulated, but I I have to be prepared. I don't want anybody to look crazy. So I got certified when I first started, like an in-person training. And then I've been certified three more times since. Awesome. Yeah. Always how, long, how long did that take for the certification? The first certification was actually just a day. We went in and I tanned some people. We talked about techniques and everything about the business. And then that was really it. It's super easy. (laughs) That's so cool. Yeah. And that was a big part of why I started too. This is something I could just jump right into. Literally the day of my certification, I started my business. Yeah. What would you say your favorite thing about what you're doing now would be? I just love how good everybody feels about themselves when they walk out of here. Like it's, everybody thinks it's kind of crazy when I say liquid confidence, but it really is like it instantly brings up your mood. It brings up your day. It's like artificial sunshine to your attitude. I girl, let me tell you (laughs) when I sprayed that tanning water, I'm like, yes, queen. (laughs) A lot of these things, like even doing that, show the segment on the news if I couldn't have tanned myself before that I don't think I would have been able to do it like I just would have been worrying about myself and not having the confidence so much that it just would have been too much right 
So what would you say, if you had any advice for someone that wanted to start their own business, what would you say? Just go for it. There's so many people that have ideas in their head and they just are always thinking and planning and never going for it because it's not perfect. Just go for it. My my stuff still isn't perfect and I'm still doing well. It's just putting yourself out there and being being honest. I tell my clients that I've only been doing this a year. I'm very upfront and honest through the whole process and that we're learning together and it's been amazing. So how do you balance work and life with two kids and you're a business owner now? Lots of late nights and just trying to figure it out. I'm growing my team so that all the business responsibilities are just falling back on me. And I have people that can help me with it now. Um, And it's just taking it literally day by day and trying to figure it out when it's family time. It's family time. I put down my phone and it's just for them, like trying to quality over quantity. <laughs> yeah, definitely. Yeah. I, mean, I can barely take care of myself on a good day. So <laughs> it's usually myself is the one that goes to the back, <laughs> the back of burner. Right. Yeah, honestly. <laughs> What would be self-care for you? What would that mean to you? Um, I, so I've been trying to be a lot more time. The part of the late nights is just that that's my quiet time that I can spend myself and do whatever without the kids running around or anybody needing me. Um, and really just starting this business has brought so many opportunities to me because I collaborate with so many other women in the beauty industry and we are always trading services and doing things on each other and that has brought a lot of opportunities for self-care to me too has covid affected your business at all oh yeah so much because most um people that come in for spray tanners are people that do it for big events for vacations and trips and everything so we were closed completely for about three months then we reopened and it it's just now starting to get back to normal people are finally taking trips again and having events and finally coming in so but I just keep telling myself if I could make a business and grow it through 2020 then I can do it through any of that any year. <laughs> can do anything. (laughs) (laughs) So what was it like spray tanning one of the Real Housewives of Salt Lake City? I need to know the tea. (laughs) So crazy. I never thought I was going to get something like that. When I first started spray tanning, one of my friends, they just announced that show. And one of my friends was like, watch, you try and maybe you can get one of those ladies. And when they messaged me, I freaked out. (laughs) I didn't know who it was at first. And I told them no, that I couldn't do a mobile appointment. And they were like, actually, like she's on a reality show. And I was like, you know what? I can make that work. We, we can do that. And I um, I was with her until like one o'clock that morning. I was doing her tans and I did uh, her teeth whitening too. That's and she so is awesome. Yeah, I like, she's super family orientated and I've tanned her since. And she lets me bring my kids up to her house and everything like, it's amazing. That's so cool. Have you yeah. that series? I have. I I love it. It's craziness, but I love it. I am here for the drama. I love those shows. Yeah. Two, two of the girls are on Vanderpump Rules is from Utah. Yes. Yeah. I just, I love them. 
There is a lot of interesting people here. Are there? Yeah, they're really, because we have like Park City and Sundance and that's very like rich and celebrity. And we have a lot of like, who is it? I think Post Malone has a house here too. Really? I'm like 90% sure. But yeah, yeah. (laughs) We don't have to get too into this, but I just started watching Murder Among the Mormons. Someone else just brought this up to me today. Oh, really? (laughs) Yeah. I haven't watched it yet. I have to. Yeah, you'll have to watch it. We're not all Mormon here. (laughs) See, that's what I needed you to say. (laughs) No, we're not all Mormon here. (laughs) Because it seems like everybody seems to think that's what it is. Honestly, and I, one of my first, like, trips like walking the neighborhood by myself when I first got to Salt Lake City I got stopped by missionaries and I learned like to be more aware of my surroundings to not get stuck in that situation again but most most Mormons are like everybody else and we're not all Mormon here there's a lot of like it is kind of weird that when you go to a social setting with new people you kind of have to ask like do you drink is it okay if I drink because Mormon people don't. And so there's a lot of people that don't drink here, but it's pretty, it is pretty normal. I don't have any sister wives. They're not coming around. (laughs) Gosh, I didn't even think of that. The whole. Everybody. That's like the biggest question. (laughs) Yeah. I didn't even think of that. Honestly, that was the biggest thing when COVID hit, when they were limiting Costco quantities and stuff like Families in Utah are big. It's normal to have eight or nine kids. You can't limit them to a family size amount. <laughs> oh. Yeah. <laughs> so did they change that rule out there? And they, they, and they, they did a little bit and made it a little bit more lenient because it was just too hard. They even they had to clarify rules like they were no gatherings of 10 people and there were so many memes going around of like which kid are we going to kick out <laughs> it's like <laughs> if they're in your household it's okay <laughs> sorry jeff you gotta go <laughs> <laughs> we can't have you tonight <laughs> maybe we'll switch you up for another one tomorrow <laughs> right two weeks out in the tent let's go <laughs> so we talked about this a little bit offline but i really want to yeah. dive into this with you you are a part of a bunch of free Britney groups, right? I am. I have been for a while now. <laughs> yes. I ha- I didn't watch the episode or the documentary, but I have been following along from the sidelines. So I just want to know what your thoughts are on this whole situation, um, just where you are a part of these groups and probably know more than I have really read or watched. What the fuck? <laughs> right? <laughs> It is also crazy. I don't really like, I don't, I'm even following it. I don't really understand completely how the judges and stuff can't see how wrong it is, what's going on, that she has no say over her own self. And that's just crazy. But I I do feel like the crazy fans probably aren't helping all the people commenting like, wear purple or wink at me in your video if you're in danger. Like, all of these people are watching her accounts. They're going to know that you want her to do the secret signal. It yeah. doesn't really make sense. <laughs> yeah, right. 
it's I just read that one of the people in Congress wants this to be heard in in court. Yeah, I think it's going to I don't know if it'll be this year because it's she's had a lot of court cases and they always get postponed or something happens. I but I do think this is going to be like the year or the next year or so that a change happens for her. I hope so. It seems like in the groups, things uh, she's getting small wins all the time. Hopefully it's leading up to her freedom. I don't, yeah. Do you know why her mom really hasn't said much? I mean, it seems like she wants Brittany to be free, right? Like I think that she just, I don't know. I just think that there's not much she can do because her dad has, so much control over literally everything. I can't remember when it exactly started, but they started it because he claimed that she had like dementia and couldn't make her own decisions. Like she's a healthy young lady that I don't even understand how the conservatorship got started with those type of evidence. I just don't understand. I don't know, like the progression of how she was four or five years ago to now, it just seems like, I don't know what's going on behind the scenes, but I feel like there's something either they're heavily medicating her or, you know what I mean? She just doesn't seem like herself. Well, there's even like, I guess you would call them conspiracy theories that um, her boyfriend is like a bodyguard. He, they pay him to say he's a boyfriend. So there's a reason that he's always around, but he's really somebody controlling. But then there's people on the other side that saying that he's trying to help her. Like, just so crazy. It's so hard to watch. It really is. Because she just seems like she just wants to be happy. She's not even around her kids or anything like that. No, it's really sad. And if you do get a chance to watch the documentary, I really had no idea how bad the paparazzi really took a toll on her. Yeah. That's just awful. I think for, I, I know they have such a high luxe lifestyle, but really for all celebrities, even wasn't it Zac Efron that just quit movies and stuff because of just like the lifestyle around it. I, I'm sorry. I hate to break that one to you. I am yes, pretty I sure heard that's broken. <laughs> yeah. He decided to quit just because of like, the bad lifestyle in that it comes with being a celebrity. It takes a lot on you. Yeah, it does. I mean, I can't imagine what Prince Harry and Meghan Markle went through as part of the royal family. Yeah, I just started looking into that more. And that is just crazy. I feel so bad for Meghan, everything that she's had deal with because she and I mean, I know I don't know her, but she seems like a very sweet person. But like, doesn't want to hurt anybody. Yeah, I don't. I mean, everyone's calling her a liar since the interview, which I think is mm-hmm. interesting. Yeah, I read that that the U in, in the UK, her ratings are gone. Like nobody, nobody likes her there anymore. Yeah, I saw that. But it does kind of seem like it's one of those things that people would rather just bury their ha- head in the sand and not address the bigger issue, rather than like taking her side and making the changes that probably need to happen. Yeah, it really does. Yeah. I don't understand. <laughs> <laughs> I was just talking in some way about this today. It's crazy all the things going on in the world right now. It's so hard to like be a good person and do the right thing when there's so much craziness all around you all the time. <laughs> yeah. Something on the news 
you know, this lady was getting either, she was getting attacked or something on the street, but nobody was doing anything. And they were just pulling out their forms, recording it. And I'm like, why wouldn't you just help her? (laughs) Yeah. I, I, it drives me crazy. The, the day and age we are in of people doing good things or seeing bad things. And instead of like doing things, something out of the kindness of your heart, you gotta record it and put it on Facebook and stuff like that. Like that just makes it seem so ingenuine. Yeah. And I'm sure it's probably hard for you to raise your kids in this environment and trying to show them what's what's right. (laughs) Yeah. What's right. And like actually standing up for somebody. Yeah. It's not all about the views on Facebook. It's not all about recording the video that might make you go viral about being a good human being and helping each other out. Remember when we didn't have social media or technology? The crazy thing is, like, I barely even remember that. (laughs) It was such a small period of life at this point now that it's crazy. Those were the days. For real. Like... (laughs) Just give me my Neopets and my Tamagotchis. Yeah, and I will be all set. And now that I have a four-year-old that can, like, get herself onto TikTok and start, start scrolling and stuff, like, I swear she knows her my phone better than I do. Probably. <laughs> How has homeschooling been? <laughs> Crazy. We, we went into it, like, full throttle, really, and it was just a lot. So we've started to take a little bit more of a laid back approach. We're just kind of learning while living. He actually, my son got accepted to a private school for next year and he's just going to do kindergarten again. And we're just going to do it like that. Oh, that's awesome. He was born like two months early and he is like emotionally a little immature. So this one year, it's probably going to help him. (laughs) Right. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> what boy isn't though i mean really <laughs> uh-huh. <laughs> my son was born two months early so we were in the NICU for a long time like weeks and stuff really yeah why yeah so uh so uh, my water broke at 30 weeks and i was i went to the hospital that day and they figured out that's what it was and i ended up having to be on hospital but hospital bed rest um they were planning on keeping me for six weeks, but I was there for two. And I just, I, yeah, when I, at the night I turned 32 weeks, I started having contractions and everything. And I was in labor for like 28 hours. They actually, because I was only 32 weeks, they were like, you're not in labor. We're not going to give you an epidural. We're not doing any of that because we don't think you're in labor. And then... I cried after 24 hours. I cried until they gave it to me and he was here four hours later. Yeah. So he was four pounds, 11 ounces when he was born. <laughs> like itty bitty. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And he, we, because he was, we had done the steroid shots and got his lungs and everything, but he couldn't eat right. So we were in the NICU for like three weeks after he was born, which isn't, as as early as he was, they were expecting us to be in there for at least two months. So he oh did really good. <laughs> yeah. He had to do like the nose tubes and feedings for a long time, but it was, it, I, I couldn't do it. So I was pushing breastfeeding and bottle feeding until he could get out of there. Oh, <laughs> yeah. Experience. <laughs> it, 
it was like being here, I have no family, my first kid and my husband couldn't take all of that time off of work. So it was basically just me doing it all myself. It was the scariest thing. Right. <laughs> yeah. Do you guys think you'd have and then more take, kids? No. My daughter was a surprise, especially after only... Um, my son was four months old when I got pregnant with my daughter and they told us no kids for two years after him because he was so early. So when I was pregnant with her, I had to get weekly injections to keep her in and keep her cooking. Yeah, my husband had to like give me shots in my hips every week. Have you watched anything good on TV lately? I'm watching such bad shows right now. <laughs> I am watching Unpolished right now. I am watching it on Discovery Plus, and it's about these girls that started a salon in New York, and they make crazy nails and hair. I she did. I watched an episode yesterday, and she did these like five inch long nails that had a birdcage hanging off them, and a little replica replica of the lady's bird that actually could sing. Yeah. Why? <laughs> it was right. They were saying, I, I am in the wrong business. They were saying that the custom nails that this girl does chart cost between 300 to like $2,000 for the nails. Like I'm in the wrong business. I don't know what I'm doing. <laughs> Do you think you ever call for your cosmetology license? So I think I'm going to do esthetician school. Um, that seems like the next, yeah, the next best Thing would be moving towards skincare and getting a license to do that. One of my other things that I'm really wanting to do is, um, have you seen the tiny tattoos? Like the little single needle tattoos? No. There's, yeah, you. a lot of girls here especially are getting trained on this now. It's just a one needle tattoo gun and they do these little intricate designs little three by three tattoos and they're so cool that sounds cool that sounds more my speed yeah (laughs) (laughs) I already have 23 tattoos I would probably be covered (laughs) get out see I wouldn't know what to get well that's why I have so many I just get whatever that's true true. (laughs) (laughs) but that does include I have I I do have like my lip blush done I have permanent eyeliner and I do have my eyebrows microbladed how does microblading work? Like as you receive it, like as the receiver of it? Yeah, it's, it's really not as bad as you would think. They numb it up so well. Like it's not even an option like tattoos. They numb it up with the thickest cream and you barely even feel it. I It hurt less than my eyeliner. And even that really didn't hurt all that bad. What that was just scary. That is like terrifying. <laughs> So what happens with the eyeliner? I, so they um they literally do it on the inside waterline kind of and just draw with a ta- with a single needle tattoo a black line in there and it just looks like eyeliner. The That's, scariest thing though is like having somebody with a needle to your eyelids. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I don't think I can. You have to have your eyes open the whole time. <laughs> Yeah, but they numb that too. How are you not freaking out? So the first time, I think that I didn't really know what to expect. The first time, it wasn't that bad. The second time when I went back to do it again, my eyes wouldn't stay. They kept twitching and I it was I was just overthinking it. <laughs> Often do you have to go 
to get them touched up or redone? So you, after the first appointment, you have to go back within six weeks to just do a touch up and get the, a little bit more color in. And then after that, it lasts for about two years. Yeah. It's, it's pretty nice. (laughs) Yeah. And even the lipstick, like about two years too. And you can change your color every time and everything. So you can always get something a little bit new. Let's talk about the lipstick here. How does that work? (laughs) That one was the craziest. It heals in like five days and they literally, they outline your lips and then draw the outline with the tattoo gun and just fill it in. It took me about two hours to get it done. That is so insane. Yeah, it is weird. I Thank you. And I go to a school here and I just have the students do it. It's discounted and it's, it looks great anyways. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. Dang, girl, that's so cool. (laughs) Do you think you'd ever do anything like Juvederm or anything like that? So my my one thing I want to try is lip fillers. And I have an appointment on Wednesday to go get my lips done. Yeah, I am so glad that we have masks in case it comes out really bad. (laughs) Oh my gosh, we're going to need to do a follow-up podcast episode so you can talk to us about... Getting lip fillers. I am so excited. I'm just getting like a, a mini plump to see what it looks like. But so when I got my lip blush done, they pointed out that my lip fullness is uneven. And yeah, and then and that's just one of those things that once you get it pointed out to you, you're like, yeah, my lips are uneven. And then you sticks out to you. <laughs> All you <Yeah>. see. <laughs> to try. I have um block drop like TMJ. And they do Botox for TMJ. That's something that, like, it doesn't it doesn't make you stretch or anything. It's just supposed to relax that muscle to make that all go away. That is one thing about living in Salt Lake City. This is like, don't quote me on this because it might not be really, but like, plastic city, a plastic surgery capital. We have beauty labs and places on every corner for you to get whatever treatment you want there is everything here it's like going to target everybody dresses up like utah is target everybody likes to be the very best version of themselves when was the last time you were up in maine it's actually right before covid it's been since 2019 we when the last time i was up there people were first starting to talk about it and i stayed for about two months and then i came back and then covid hit and i haven't been home since yeah we're talking about it though. There's a trip in the works and I want to um, bring my spray tanning stuff with me and be able to work while I'm up there. Well, if you do, schedule me in because yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that's so cool. Yeah. And that's why part of why this is so awesome. I can just pick up my stuff and bring it wherever with me and do it, do spray tanning anywhere. Well, this was so much fun, Cassie. Thank you so much for coming on. Yeah, thanks for having me. We'll have to do this again soon. Yes. So for anybody that's interested in following the Glow Up Beauty Bar, where can they find you on TikTok and Instagram, all the social media platforms? So on TikTok, Instagram, and Facebook, I am at the.glowupbeautybar. And you can follow me on there. I am always posting cans. Yes. Make sure you go and follow the Glow Up Beauty Bar and... If you're interested in the tanning water, make sure you reach out to Cassie. Use promo code Bethany15 
and she will hook you up. You will love it. Yes. And thanks for tuning into this episode. Um, I'm Bethany. And for anyone that's new to listening, make sure you follow us on Instagram at S-I-P-P-I-N, the letter T, underscore W-I-T-H-B. So that's Sippin' Tea underscore with B. Thanks for listening. Bye.